Good afternoon all. It's 15.31 on the 31st of March over from rainy Doncaster. Just got out of the bath, finished washing my hair, playing with the hairdryer, doing the whole sing-song thing like you like to do. In the background, I currently have some Native American flute music playing. So today, following a lot of my sharings on socials, I decided to do a podcast on the mother wound and my personal experiences. All of my sharings are down to my experiences and stuff what I've personally studied. So therefore, this is just my collection of stories, experiences, sharings, whatever it may be. So, the mother wound, what is it? For me personally, I've grown up with a very poor relationship with my mother. It impacted me in a, in a um, many, many different ways. Relationships, traits, eating, finances, limiting beliefs, the way that I've seen the world, anger, so, so many different things. I don't hate my mother. It wasn't her fault on how I was brought up. It was that she was growing up within her own traumas and wasn't able to give to me some of the things that I needed to develop into a young, healthy woman in parts of her brain, but also in the way that she operates. So, personally for me, I started to notice that I was living out my mum's shadows. Me and my mum spoke about a situation where she had lost her thumb um, when um, her partner had fallen onto her and the door closed on her hand and she was taken to the hospital. I later had helped a friend remove a sofa from somewhere and I almost lost the very same thumb. Also, my mother went through um, a lot with us as children, a lot of challenges where other people had to help her care for her children and I went through challenges myself. Also, my mother went through house fire and I went through house fire. Also, my mother went through bereavement with a child. Also, I went through loss and miscarriage. So for me personally, let me just turn that onto mm. silent. For me personally, I started to notice that there was many repeated cycles and that I was living within my mother's shadow. The more that I started to realise and talk about, which my mum gave me position, permission, permission, um, I went to my mother and told my mother, I've noticed these things, please tell me more about my childhood, I need to know more about me and what I can't remember in order to heal and evolve, because where I am now, I'm repeating the same cycles. My mother went through certain situations with rape, I went through rape a number of times from a very, very young age, and it became a, a, a cycle that was forever being repeated. I couldn't take it anymore. I spoke up and I went to the police. Um, there was many things with relationships where um, my, my mother kept having relationships that were really destructive and quite manipulative and uh, I noticed that I was repeating that. I used to have um, floods of really poor eating habits than really good eating habits. I noticed that I was getting this from my mother and I also neglected myself to look after everybody else. And I also got this from my mother. I went through a number of different situations with addictions, 
which I also got from my mother. And in the end, there were so many different things that I decided that I needed to uncover. So I started with many topics related to me and my mother, different experiences. I wrote them down. I drawn a spider graph. And from the circle in the middle, um, I would put lots of different lines. And what was I sharing with within my mother's shadow? We have the DNA of our parents within us. Within our DNA is a trauma memory. If you listen or read the book called The Body Keeps the Score, you will learn how our body manifests different things we've been through in life. We also become where we live out of the lens of trauma and close our heart to true connection due to our trauma selves, our fears, our neglect, whatever it may be. So I started to first identify what I was sharing with my mother and then bit by bit I started to work on. The most difficult to date was the sexual abuse. I went to the Drasaks um, and it, it's a specialist um, counselling service for rape and sexual abuse. I didn't just go there um, because of what I'd been through but I later revisited because my children unfortunately went through some traumas which was of the same nature and uh, I couldn't take it anymore so I put all of us in for therapy and it has served my family greatly in breaking cycles of abuse. So from there um, I went to this therapist, we did some work together, it made me change so so much, bring up so many emotions, I had to make sure in the process that I was really delicate with myself and that I had a lot of self-care and practices in place to help me. I used things such as Good Samaritans free counselling helpline, I used salt baths, I used good nutrition, I used going out to the cinemas, I used um, reflection in situations because what I personally noticed as well was when I was healing and sharing my journey because I share my journey with purpose, I was attracting many perpetrators people who wanted to take advantage of my weakness were what they seen as weakness um, but for me because I was aware of it I was able to say no saying no is something that really really changed my life and um, even today in different spaces of realizing that manipulation doesn't just come in the sense of personal relationships and wanting to take sexually or physically but mentally and sometimes abuse comes in the sense of people are not fully present on the way that they mistreat gaslight bypass you and silence you when you are going through certain suffering related to themselves i personally became a whistleblower in certain areas where i spoke up against things at work which wasn't okay not just for myself but for my um for my, I call people brothers and sisters because we're all connected, but for my brothers and sisters so that they didn't have to go through what I went through. Within my positions at work, in the sense of counsellor, in the sense of community interest director, in the sense of certified life coach and transformation mentor, I like to share my life experiences so that I can help where possible. I've recently reached out to the domestic abuse team and I'd like to share my story there as well as the alcohol services and I'd like to share my story there on overcoming alcohol addiction.
So there's many different things. So once I identified and started off with counselling for um, sexual abuse, then I also had many different types of counselling and used the Good Samaritans as well as developed self-practice through journaling, shadow prompt questions, reached out to healers, I attended meditations and well-being sessions and I also started to look at tips online for well-being tools and started to purchase things which then created my self-care toolbox. I had things which I could automatically go to to help myself when I was in distress. I also did a DBT course which was about emotional coping skills and learn about distress tolerance. So learn about when my trigger comes up, what also might add to my trigger and how to come out of it and how also to change the process of how I process my emotions to have a healthier solution on the back end of my trigger. I learned how to reflect in a way where I wasn't projecting my pain and I learned how to sit with myself even when it was painful. I used meditation, journaling, and um, foot soaks, breath work, sharing, um, podcasting, social media, um, connecting with people that I personally noticed was sharing a similar trauma so that we could heal together, and also just having a sounding board that wasn't heavy to people around me. What I started to find was when I started to heal that I became an individual who emotionally dumped on many people. It affected my children, my relationships and my friendships. It affected my relationships with my family and my friends where people didn't want to answer the phone to me. From then I became further in a place of pain because I felt further rejected and neglected. I then started to spend time on myself and because I was doing the self-practice I was able to spend time listening to webinars and seminars and podcasts on emotional regulation, emotional maturity, breaking cycles of and self-destruction and it really, really helped me so, so much. The more that I healed, I noticed that I was evolving and the less I would repeat the cycles of abuse, the evolve or repeat situations. My relationships became healthier. I was then able to then take control in different areas of my life, such as my eating, and recognise that not only was I eating poorly at times when I was emotionally overwhelmed, I was also showing my children these ways. I had to be accountable and get out an eating disorder nurse for my children, as well as speak of myself in that situation being accountable vulnerable but within my own boundaries also from the eating i started to notice things about my sleep i started noticing things about the way that i would be different with my washing and, and dressing when i was really low in energy and how i then developed um fibromyalgia because my body struggled to physically cry because i'd cried so much my body was weeping through pain. My body was breaking through pain that I couldn't take out all at once because I was overwhelmed. There is a such thing called a mental capacity legislation, which I only recently discovered, which um, generally is found around the topics of human rights and equality and diversity, as well as neurodiversity and disability awareness. 
For me personally, I have had to become my own family care coordinator because people kept parent blaming me and couldn't see me truly as what I was because of their ideologies of what disabled looks like, because of their ideologies of what trauma um, awareness looks like, because of their ideologies of um, services being experts and bypassing what I was communicating, not truly seeing. For the space that I am at mentally and physically, I am aware that my consciousness is further developed than a lot of people who I worked with. So I didn't take it personal, just seeing it as they don't understand in areas because they're not able to meet me at my level of understanding. One individual who works in the services told me that I am an individual who has the highest level of emotional intelligence that she's ever met. And I explained to her that I had developed such a way because I am a highly functioning individual through the mass amount of trauma that I have experienced within my life. I am able to tap into parts of myself and extremely develop into an intellectual, intelligent individual, but there are parts of me that struggles with the basic human development. Sometimes I can't understand what people are saying to me because my brain rejects hearing the words that people are saying if it is met in a space of resonating with a trigger or a trauma. Sometimes I struggle to have energy in a day if I've been emotionally overwhelmed and I go into pain episode. Sometimes I am talking about a topic and all of a sudden I'll jump to 10 different topics because something may be painful to me. So when it may look that I'm purposely doing things, at times I'm not. And this is why for me personally, I like the idea of the 360 assessment where people help you see parts of yourself that you cannot see. When I was diagnosed with PTSD in 2018 through being hit by a lorry, I went through severe distress and I spent a lot of time sleeping on my sofa because I was exhausted I was sweating, I was tired and I was experiencing pains in my body that I didn't understand. I was later diagnosed with complex PTSD from a psychosexual therapist. I was told that my challenges in life are complex and every time someone calls me complex this hurts me more and more. It makes me feel like I am a problem when I know that there is a world full of solutions out there. The way that my mind thinks I think in a way of solution. My mind thinks this way because I am the person who has had to coordinate for her own troubles. I have been rejected and neglected by parents, family, siblings, children, friendships, partners, work, relationships and many different areas that I learnt how to become my own best friend. This was a cycle repeated that I witnessed within my mother. My mother went through a lot of abuse as a child. My mother has told me some things that I do not wish to repeat on this podcast that would probably make tears flow from people's eyes. My mother has parts of herself that she will never love because of the things that people have done to her. This makes me feel sadness deep within my womb. Here I learn how to meet my womb and my waters through the spiritual wisdom of many wild women that I connect with 
across the world through social media and many ways of communication. I have sat in many holistic therapy sessions with many healers. I have been to retreats around the UK and forever listening to podcasts, listening to healings and listening to such things as binaural beats. I have tried many different types of therapies such as shamanic therapies, reiki therapies, talking therapies, physical therapies such as esoteric dance, yoga, men, um, qigong, many many different things and recently my family love knitting and knitting helps the mind body hand connection develop further. So going back to um, sitting within my parents' shadow, my mother's shadow, I started to look at each area within shadow work, within therapy, within sitting with myself, within realisation, and I started to rise within love. Every trigger that brought up a shadow, I redirected the love that I didn't receive from my mother back into myself. I have done this in many different ways. Sometimes I might take myself to the cinema, sometimes I might have a salt bath, sometimes it might mean quitting my job or saying no to somebody or putting clothes on my body that make me feel beautiful. Sometimes it might be having a healthy, nutritious meal. Sometimes it might be saying I can't be bothered or sleeping or having a plant medicine ceremony with my sacred sisters and brothers. Sometimes it could even be going and sitting by the lake and watching the ripple on the water as my toes touch the surface of the water. All the little things in life to me really built up the greatness of who I am today. I research many different people's perspectives and sharings around situations and I have got books on the mother wound. I have got books on sister circles I hold sister circles and deliver healing myself as well. I noticed that in a sense, in a space of integration, my body was facing many different purges. Sometimes I'd go into healing crisis and I'd have fever symptoms. Sometimes I'd sleep. Sometimes I'd have deep levels of clarity. And sometimes I just felt like, wow, it was just a sudden realisation. I started to look at my ancestral history which really helped me develop a sense of knowing within my healing journey with my mother wound. The more I researched, the further I went into freedom of where I am today, freedom of the shadow of the mum, whatever I wish to call it. When I talk about things traumatic, sometimes I stutter, I lose my words, and this is one of my um, difficulties related to my complex PTSD. I am also starting to get pain in my body as I am speaking of my mother wound, which will mean that I will integrate following. But what I want to say is today, as it just went past 19 minutes and 19 seconds, 1919 is one of my numbers and I love numerology, is that I'm going to finish this podcast here because in a moment I'm going on to have a meeting with an individual at Sheffield Hallam University because I shared my story open, people seen within me a great deal of wisdom. Please keep sharing your stories even when people tell you that you should not because you never know who might just spot that greatness within you. I believe that we're all special in our own individual way. 
Thank you for all who have supported me on my journey and thank you for those who have rejected me. Within the rejection, I learned to redirect myself back to my reflection and learn to truly love who I am today. It is 1551, another numerology number, and I am ending this podcast here today. I hope this recording has been helpful to you, and I hope that you have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you for listening. Love, Isisha.